Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens, and he's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how are you doing today, buddy? Doing great, Matt. How are you? Life's pretty good. Doing all right. Hanging in there. All those kind of things. How about you? Doing good. Summer in Florida, so if I break up, it's because the storm's outside, and uh, well, I'll let you yeah. talk if I break up. Yeah, for sure. All right, so episode 87, Success Requires Personal Accountability. You and I were having a discussion offline that talks about to be successful at anything, to be successful at business, in your personal life, in your relationships, in your whatever you want to account. It's, it's personal accountability. So I thought we'd, we'd go down those kind of ways. Um, I was going to start the topic off on um, Dan Sullivan talks about there are two economies. There's a time uh, was for pay or pay for time. So you're breaking up at the moment. How's oh. your signal at the moment? Mine's good. You're you're kind of bouncing. Okay. But, uh, so. Good. Um. All right. Well, we're both we're, bouncing. We're start over. Or are we good? No, we're good. So. Okay. You were talking about Dan so, Sullivan and, and yeah, Dan Sullivan's got a thing that talks about the results economy and the time economy. I don't know if he calls it that or something like that. And the idea is the time economy is you know. In order to make more money, you've got to work more hours, right? So it's 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 an, it's more hours, more money kind of thing. And uh, the other economy, what he calls the results economy, right? Doesn't matter how long I take it, but if I paint your back porch, you're paying me a fee to paint the back porch, whether it takes me one hour or 10 hours, right? You're just paying me to the result. The results economy, pay me to paint the back porch, right? As opposed to pay me... 20 bucks an hour to paint your porch. I don't know if it takes me two hours or 10 hours, right? And so personal accountability is more, as an entrepreneur, you're in that results economy, right? You're in that eat what you kill economy, right? Results economy, eat what you kill. Salespeople are great at that, right? So commission sales guy, eat what you kill. Those people, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to uh, whoop them. You don't, they have their own self-accountability, right? You don't have to motivate them. You don't have to, sometimes you motivate them a little, but. Right, right. But they're into, uh, nobody has to tell me to, if I'm painting, you know, whatever, pressure washing driveways, I'm going to change it to pressure washing driveways. Well, I could either do two driveways in a day or I could do five driveways in a day, right? Which one do I make more money if I do five driveways in a day? So if I want to make more money, I'm going to work faster and get five driveways done, right? There's nobody who's getting paid by the hour who might take all day to do one driveway, right? So and I think I think there's a trait with um, with entrepreneurs, you'll find they exercise consistently and that's that's personal accountability on a level that goes deeper than just work. Like for you did the, what was it called Fit Seventy Five or what was yeah, it? Seventy Five Hard, yeah, yeah. Seventy Five Hard. Uh, that Seventy Five Hard took a commitment on your part, and you went through. You lost the weight. You ate right. You did everything. Why? Did the why really is not relevant once you set your mind to it? You decided I'm going to do this, and then you did it. That takes enormous personal accountability that is is a trait that is very common with successful entrepreneurs and and one of the reasons i i wanted to talk about accountability today is 
if someone who's watching this or listening to this is having, if they're struggling with success, chances are they're probably struggling with personal accountability because it all boils down to when you say you're going to do something, are you going to do that? Right. And it's the successful people who say, I'm going to go out and exercise or I'm going to go run five miles every other day, or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do, and they go do it. And whether that's reading a book a month, you, you find all of these, these idiosyncrasies among people who are success driven. They're like, I'm going to read a book a month. And then for right. 12 months, they'll do that. You know, they, they do it every month. I'm going to, I'm going to eat right three times a week, or I'm going to eat right four times a week. And then they stick to it. It's, it's all of those little things. Well, it's funny you say that. So, so uh, I, I was just reading something the other day. The best way to run a marathon is to book yourself for a marathon. Yeah. Right. That, that you commit that I'm going to run the marathon come, you know, next March. And I give myself whatever this is, six months to do it. The best way to run a marathon is book yourself, make the commitment, book yourself to the marathon, and then you'll back into it. Right. Commit to reading a book a week or, or a book a month. Right. Commit to losing 10 pounds. Right. Um, I think that's actually the first thing in Dan Sullivan's four C's. You make the commitment before commitment. you start doing anything. It's, it's what I think it's decide. The act of deciding means you've eliminated other options. Yeah. He Dan talks about the commitment and I think I'm the one who added the decision. I'm not sure that that's in his book, but it probably is. I shouldn't take credit. Um, but yeah, before you commitment, commit in the four C's, but that's that decision. And all entrepreneurs have that one trait. And this is probably, when you really get down, there are some traits entrepreneurs share. Of course, commitment is one of them, but accountability to themselves. And it's to themselves. I think that's why we titled this personal accountability. Like if you, if you need an accountability partner, that tells most people around you that you're probably not personally accountable and that is a problem because if you can't be accountable to yourself you probably won't be accountable to anyone else right right and and you can do this by by starting small again right so so use that marathon example right so you're gonna run a marathon in march well how would you start well you just start walking you know you just start walking every day right i, I use this example for me personally and i stole it from um Who's the guy, the four hour work week, uh, Tim. Tim Ferriss, yeah, Tim, Tim Ferriss. Ferriss. And, and I did the exact same experiment on myself. So I'm, I'm giving him full credit, but it was like, all right, I wanna get up and, and exercise in the morning. What's getting in my way, right? My own accountability. I want to exercise in the morning. What's getting in my way? And I just kept doing an experiment, copying him that said, eventually I had to say, I had to put my clothes out the night before, you know, here's my exercise, you know, shirt and t-shirt and socks and shoes. I had to put those out. I had to commit to say, I wear uh, contacts that, and sometimes I'd use that as an excuse, like, oh, I don't want to put my contacts in, my eyes are sore, oh, I'll, I won't want to work out. So I had to commit, hey, I'm going to work out in glasses, which I hate because they get all sweaty and foggy, right? So, so I had to commit to say, all right, I had to eliminate all obstacles, basically, eliminate all my obstacles. So for me, it was, I got to put my clothes out, shoes, socks, shirts, I got to commit to go in glasses or contacts. Of course, when I get up, I'm going to go in contacts because I'm up. Why not? And then you got to commit to putting on your shoes and taking that first step. 
because once you make that first step, like I forget who told me that was somebody's like, well, you commit to walk into the end of your street. Cause once you're at the end of your street, you're not going to turn back around, No, but you got to walk into the end of your driveway. You got to commit to walk into the end of the driveway. Cause once you get there, you're going to keep on going. So it's, I don't want to say that if you don't have accountability or having trouble with it, the way to overcome it is come up with what's standing in your way. What are the obstacles? And let's find little micro steps that we can take. Actually, that's a great point is, okay, how do you overcome it? If you're not accountable to yourself? Well, I think there's a level of fear there that is probably preventing you from doing something. It could be fear of success. It could be fear of failure. It could be fear, a lot of different fears. Uh, but to overcome it, like you said earlier, start small. The, Here's the, here's the problem with personal accountability when you've been doing it a lot of years. Like when I started this year out, I said, okay, I'm going to turn 52 this year. So I'm going to run 520 miles this year. And I'm pissed that I made that because I can't back out of it. And, you know, like sometimes it's just, it's a pain to run 14 miles a week, 11 to 14 miles every week. And and I don't have to because I would still exercise, but I made this commitment. <laughs> and now I have personal accountability because I track everything. I track my blood pressure, my weight, my, I track everything, my, my eating habits, all of it. And I think that's personal accountability, tracking, right? You, if you have tracking of what you're doing, well, that's being personally accountable. And so I can go back years. I keep calendars, records. I can go back years and see how I exercised in 2018 versus 2019, uh, my eating habits, my weight on a daily basis. And so the weight thing is a big deal because you go up a few pounds and like, like I went up like five pounds last week, even though I ran 14 miles, I went up five pounds. And so I'm, I told my wife, I said, okay, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're going on vacation tomorrow. But I was like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we are going I didn't say we, I said, I'm going to, I'm, no carbs, no sweets, uh, no wine, no beer, no nothing. I'm going to be really just solid uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because I don't, but that's accountability. Because when you are tracking, you become accountable to yourself. And that's the, when it moves over into your business and you say, okay, I'm tracking and want to do this, you become accountable. Well, yeah. What, what is it? I forget that, you know, whatever you measure gets improved, right? Whether it be your weight, they say the best way to lose weight is weigh yourself every day because now it's in front of you. And they say you actually make better choices. If you put on a pound or two yesterday, you'll make better choices today because let's say you weigh yourself every morning because you'll, it's right there in front of you. So that, that which gets measured gets improved. Who said that? That That's a, is that a Tony Robbins? No, that's actually like some mathematician guy thing, but we've heard it from a Tony Robbins. I swear we've heard it from Dan Sullivan or Dean Jackson or somebody that, that whatever gets measured gets improved, um, which I believe. And, and it, it's actually scientifically proven that, especially that weight one, that was a, a recent one that I was reading. Back in the 1990s, I bought the Personal Power 2, I think, which was yeah, Tony yeah. Robbins. It was, on, it was on cassette, so that at least tells you how many years ago it was. And one of the things that I remember he said in there, if what life is worth living, it's worth recording. And he was talking about recording your habits and the things that stand in your way. And then, and then I, years later, you and I were in strategic coach together and, and Dan uh, Sullivan talked about the activity in inventory 
Right. It's, it's almost similar in a in way. They're completely different things, but yet you're still recording what you're doing, which is a personal accountability. When you start recording what you're doing on a regular basis, it creates personal accountability because like if you record your screen time, like how much time did I spend on Facebook or uh, Twitter or anything else? And you go, wow, I spent two hours. That would, well, unless you're doing it 100% for attracting clients. So you're not spending time reading, you're actually posting and doing, that's different. Well, it's funny. And I can't remember who this was from, right? So personal accountability goes into, um, I forget where, so I don't know if this was a Tony Robbins or a Dan Sullivan, I don't know. But it talked about, uh, you got to take personal responsibility because that way you can fix it. And so what the saying goes was like, uh, I don't care whose fault it was, right? Whatever the problem is, I don't care whose fault it was. And this is how I live my life. I don't care whose fault it was. What are we going to do about it going forward? And as a matter of fact, I would rather it be my fault because if it's my fault, then I can change it. I can do something about it. I can have a result, right? So you can use the example. And I remember having this conversation with my daughters when they were a kid and it's, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever sport. You didn't get picked for the basketball team, you get the soccer team. You didn't have a good soccer game or whatever it was. And even if you thought it was the coach's fault, you would rather it be your own fault because then you could take personal responsibility and there's something you can do about it, right? If it's not your fault, then you're a victim and you can't fix it. You can't do anything about it, right? Oh, the coach didn't do it because he's a jerk. Oh, the coach didn't do it because he favors the other player over me, right? But if you take responsibility and say, no, it was my fault. I need to work harder. I'll have to work on that specific skill or on that specific talent. Um, and, and then therefore, so same thing when you, when you lose a business, right? You, you go up and I always do, if I lose a piece of business, ask, you know, what could we have done better to, to, to have a chance to, to win your business? You know, I know I don't have a chance for years, Dave, but I'm just talking about help me improve it for the next time, right? And I mean that with all, serious, with all sincerity in the sense of what, is there anything I could have said or done? I'd rather it be my fault, right? I want you to say, yeah, there's something you could have done or said, and here's what it is. And that way I can incorporate it in my process for the next prospect. Right? See, and that, I think that is even what you're, what you're saying there is your own defense mechanism which is actually based in adulthood, I guess you could say. It, I mean, it's really um, what you're saying is I'd rather have it be my fault because I could do something about it. Because if it's out of my hands, then all I can do is control how I react to it. How that's all I can control. You, right. When things happen to us all the time in business, I mean, COVID happened. Right. We, we can't, we're not in control, even if it, you know, some people say it's even the conspiracy theorists think it's fake. Okay. Even if it is, we're still not in control of it. So how we react to it is, well, you and I, we're still accountable. We do our, we do our show every week. We're still doing our business. We're finding ways to navigate around a tough business climate. Well, that's personal accountability. Uh, the fact that you and I, this is episode 87. We show up every week. Um, right. Sometimes we're busy. We have things that come up, but we're here every week, personal accountability. And that's because you could, you could say, ah, I don't need to do that. Or I could say, ah, I don't need to do that. That would be against me personally. And that's right. personal accountability. I mean, I, I would be letting you down. You, you know what I mean? So, oh yeah. I mean, well, that goes into, again, like, I think it's a great point. You're talking about the personal accountability and it's, and it's the, um, what's the other saying? 
I can be a, con a contributor or a complainer, but you can't be both, right? Tell my, you know, we talk about and you know, no, I don't want to go dead to dead. Well, complain hang about. It. Hang on, you're breaking up. Okay. I don't know if it's my signal or yours. The, uh, so we talk about complainer or a contributor. So we talk about silly things. You want to go to dinner and you say, no, I don't want to go to dinner over to XYZ restaurant. Well, you can't say that in my house. You got to give me an alternative. Fine. You don't want to go to Outback Steak. Where do you want to go? Right? Because otherwise you're just a complainer. You're not helping the situation. Um, so that's self-accountability in the sense of, you, you know, you got to come to me with a solution. We, I was working coaching with one of my clients and he was getting interrupted all the time. People come walking in his office, right? And just asking them questions, right? And so we put in a policy. There's a, there's a form that we put together that was, you know, what's the problem? What have you tried to fix it? You know, what's the problem? What have you tried to fix it? What do you think the next step will be, right? You got to fill that out before you can walk into his office, right? And the point of that is, is threefold, right? One would be, you got to take the time to fill out the form, right? Number two, I want you to tell me that, that you've tried something and you have an idea of what the next idea, but, but you might need my guidance. And then the third of that was, well, that way his knowledge is applied to solving the problem, not rehashing the problem. You've already rehashed it. Here is the problem. Here's what I've tried. Here's what I was thinking of trying next. What do you think? Right? So, and the fourth benefit was I'm teaching you how to solve a problem yourself. Right? So he's only applying his knowledge. Hey, you've come to me, you've tried this. It's great. I don't even need to rehash it. Let's try this next thing. So I'm using my knowledge immediately. But then what he's really doing is training his staff to answer their own problems because it's a pain in the butt to fill that form out before you had to come in there. But also, well, that's what I'm going to tell you to do before you come in here. So let's make sure you do that first step before you bother me. So um, Dale Carney, Carnegie, not in thinking, uh, not in uh, how to win friends and influence people. There's a book after that. And I can't think of the name of it at the moment. I listened to it several months ago. And in that book, he talks about how um, I want, I believe it was JP Morgan. And he was in this big steel company and he got so depressed because everybody was doing that thing. They were coming to him so much, putting all these decisions on him. And so uh, through advice of Andrew Carnegie, he decided that what he would do from then on, instead of these meetings where everybody threw stuff at him, he would, he would ask them, okay, what have you done so far? What have you tried? What were the results? And instead of coming to me with the problem, I want you to come to me with every solution that you try to come up with. Yeah. And what ended up happening was he no longer had meetings because everybody was willing to try and, and, and fail, so they no longer needed his input. Um, and so that personal accountability, he, he took his leadership and he put it on them and let them be personally accountable. And it, it made his company run that much better. And when you were talking about how you treat your household in, okay, don't come to me with, okay, let's go to Outback. Um, and we're not being endorsed by Outback, I can assure you. They're not paying for this. We're just using that as an example. So let's go to Outback. And you're like, no, nah, I don't feel like Outback. Well, they have to bring a solution. That's kind of what a mastermind group does. It's not, we're just not going to add. No, you don't, you don't, you don't just 
turn something away, you actually say, well, no, maybe, maybe we should do this instead. So you're, you're contributing rather than being a complainer. That's a great point. And that's personal accountability to contribute required to contribute. I wish I'd thought of that one. Yeah. Yeah. We do stuff like, like, um, who was that? I was having a talk with, uh, this was back when we were, when I was a kid, right. And worked at, at the, at the bank. And it was like, I'm not going into my boss and asking for a raise. I'm going to my boss with a reason that he, sh- that, it, that it's a no brainer for him to give me a raise, right? Here are all the things that I've done. Here are all the things that I have contributed. Here's why you should give me a raise, right? Instead, which I had this conversation I recall vividly, we're in our twenties and, and well, they should just give me a raise because I've been here five years, right? Or they should just give me a raise because the company had a great year. Right. And just because somebody, just because isn't a good answer, right? That's not very good accountability, right? You have to uh, prove your worth or earn your worth or earn your pay. I don't know how to, what words I'm talking about, but that's what I mean by the accountability, right? Would be, you know, you don't just ask for a raise. You, you, you ask for a raise because you told them you, you, it'd be a no brainer. Here's all the things I've done. You, You should give me a raise. You should bring so much value to your employer that whatever you're asking for should be far less than your worth. Yeah. Should be a no In other brainer. words, there, there, you should be the type of like, if, if you're, you work for a company, you should be so valuable that they would just about pay you anything not to leave. Right. And, and that's, I think a lot of employees miss that. Not all. I mean, some work their way up through companies that, you know, they, they keep, I'm just going to keep bringing value. Bring, and what ended up happening, move their way up. Why? Because they stand so far apart from everyone else. Why? Personal accountability. I guarantee you the same type of people, if you looked at their exercise life, personal accountability. If you looked at the way they eat, personal accountability. You, looked at, you look across all of their facets of life, I bet they're enormously personally accountable, uh, probably a solid marriage, you know, all of those things fall into personal accountability because when I say a solid marriage, well, all marriages have struggles, but personal accountability holds things together because you're like, all right, well, maybe I can't, like you said earlier, I can't fix you. Maybe I can work on me. If it's my fault, it's much easier to deal with. Take that into a marriage. And that's a good way to think. If it's my fault, I can do something about it. Oh, well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we I mean, talk about the conversations we have or, you know, I think it's the, I don't forget where this was, what's working, what isn't working, what can we do to improve it, right? So you say your marriage, what's working in the marriage, what, what isn't working, what can brainstorm ideas to improve it? You could take that with your, with your business, what's working, what isn't, what can we do to improve it? Take that with your physical fitness, you know, what's working, what isn't working, what can I do to improve it, right? To build your own little systems. And that's what I would tell you to do. I would tell you to, you know, to gain personal accountability, which is a, which is a fantastic trait and moves you forward, right? You got to know what you want. Where are you today? Where are you trying to get to? And what are the roadblocks that are in your way, right? And that's all that is, right? Where am I today? What am I trying to get to? What's working? Here's what's working to help me to get there. What isn't working, those are the roadblocks. And then brainstorm it, some ideas, some strategies to overcome those obstacles or those interference, however you want to call those. And, and now you've got a game plan, right? But you could do that right across the board, right? You could say, 
in my business, you know, what's, what do I need to be working? I need to be working on marketing, a marketing message. Okay. There's my, uh, there's a book I'm reading called, uh, the one thing. The one thing. By, yeah. The one thing. And it's by, uh, we should review this one on one of our podcasts, uh, Gary, uh, Keller, you know, Keller Williams. Yes. The one thing I've read it. I've read it. it and I've gone through it a bunch of times. Yeah, that'd be a great podcast. But but the idea is, what's the one thing I can do that would make everything else easier or, or, or unnecessary, right? So you can use that question, the one thing for every topic, right? So what's the exercise? I told you what mine was. What's the one thing I can do to make exercise like a no-brainer? Well, the one thing for me was put my clothes out, my shoes out, my socks out, and, and commit that I'm going to run in glasses because I hate it. And that was the one thing. Once I started doing that, you know, my excuses melted away, right? What's the one thing you can do to, to lose weight, right? It might be, like you said, I'm going to cut out wine. I'm going to cut out vodka. I'm going to cut out dessert. Whatever. Um, well, it also might be, yeah, you're, you're doing the exercise, but you, okay, you're not losing the weight. Well, you better look at the food and that's exactly it. You, you got a, a personal accountability. What am I eating? When am I eating? That's another thing. Sometimes just when, it's not what. That's pretty interesting. You know, if so, you're eating, if you're eating ice cream at nine o'clock, I know you love ice cream. That's why. I that's it. my thing. Yeah, no, if you're eating ice cream at nine thirty at night, well, that's not the best time to eat ice cream. Maybe six o'clock, but then again, maybe you should have it before dinner, and then you won't be so hungry for dinner. But that's I love ice. Point. I love ice cream too. It's a, it, that's my point. But anyway, it, it's actually really interesting. So I, I love where we were going on this, and that was, you know, success. Uh, begins with personal accountability. That's, that's what successful people have as a trait, right? They're personally accountable, both in their business and personal life, right? Um, and you can get that if you don't have it by, by, by we talked about making small steps, you know, where are you, where you want to go? Uh, what's standing in the way? What are some strategies to, to overcome those obstacles to kind of put together your own little roadmap? And actually, I think, I think it's, uh, I can't remember where this was. This might be, I think in that same book, the the, the one thing I might be getting confused. It was like the seven topics of your life and, and, and what are the, the one things you want out of each of those. And it might be financial. It might, so it might be mon money. It might be savings. It might be, you know, business or income. It might be personal health or weight or relationships. But one of them had like a category of seven or eight, nine topics and each one of those. And, 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 We've talked about this before. I believe in the top three. So give me the top three things that I want for my golf game, right? So my golf's my thing. So I want to be a single digit and here's the three things I want to work on. And I want to do weight and exercise and stay healthy. And here's the three things I'm going to do to do that, right? And then business, I want certain uh, amount of freedom and time off. And what are the three things I'm going to do to make sure I take the time off? And Anyway, the idea and of that is you can make yourself accountable. Yeah, and, and I, I, I love that you brought up time off because a lot of times we, we promote marketing and we promote all these different things about business. But one of the things that, you know, you do probably better, way better than I do is you always take more time off. And, and why? Because that's something that's really extremely valuable to you. And it's valuable. I, if you're an entrepreneur, you need time off. I take time off as well. When I say off, I mean, no cell phone, no laptop, nothing. You take time off. But that is, you have to be accountable even to your time off, to your free time. That's your, that's your sanity. That's, 
the only that's way you recharge say, your batteries that's where you recharge your battery. we talked about that in the past where you know my dad was you worked hard so then you get time off the new way is you need the time off so your batteries are recharged so when you're working you're working at a very high level you'll and be you'll be right. more productive it's the it's the old uh, there's a, i think it was paul bunyan the 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 tale about him um i'm not sure if it's paul bunyan uh but it's the old adage about if you're if you're constantly chopping trees, you've got to stop long enough to sharpen your axe, or you're swinging a dull axe. And uh, that's, that's perfect. That's exactly right. Yeah. If if you you can't swing a dull axe and think you're going to continue to cut trees at the same rate when you when the axe is sharp. And so you need time off. That's accountable. You got to be a t accountable to sharpen your axe. I guess you could say. Yeah, that's really good. So, so you're going on vacation. That's going to be some time off. That's a, you're, you're, you're committing, you're, you're being accountable. Take some time off with your spouse. We're right? just, yeah, just taking some, you know, some well-needed downtime. And uh, there's a lot of things that are closed, but still have the beach. We'll have the enjoyable time. We'll do what we're doing in restaurants, all of it. So, I mean, we're in Florida, at least not, we're not on full shutdown on COVID. Where we can, we <laughs> That's can, pretty good. So. All right, this is really good. So episode 87, success requires personal accountability, um, both in your personal finances, your personal health, your business, your personal income, your family, your personal family requires commitment, requires accountability. You gotta be able to do it yourself. You don't want, you know, you don't want people to have to do it for you. Um, figure out what those obstacles are and how to overcome them. And we talked about how I have to put out my exercise stuff the night before to make it easy. Talked about how you just make it into the driveway and then you'll be committed to your exercise because you're already started, right? But these are the kind of things we talk about in our mastermind group. These are the kind of things that we talk about. We're not there to be accountability coaches. We're there to, to you to become accountable to yourself, right? By, by using the common knowledge of the group itself. Right. Yeah. And the group shares that knowledge. There's no way you could get that in any other environment. It's it, the group elevate, like they say, the rising tide elevates all boats. It's, it's the same thing in a mastermind. If you've got a mastermind where you have personally accountable people working together, when I say working together, not at the same goals, completely different goals, but listening to each other, and saying, okay, well, I see it like this. How do you see it? I see it like Committed this. Committed to helping each other. That was a good one. Committed to helping yeah. each other. Yeah. So. But so you can find us on profitabilitymd.com, uh, profitabilitymd.com. We're on the YouTube channel, ProfitabilityMD. We've got the podcast here, ProfitabilityMD, wherever your podcasts are found. You want to apply to our mastermind group, it's uh, Matt at profitabilitymd.com, Dave at profitabilitymd.com. So we're together another uh, mastermind group where we'll talk about these kind of subjects uh, to get you personally accountable to yourself and the group as a whole to motivate each other and, and learn from a collective group. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. Great show today, Matt. Some time to recharge some batteries. All right. We'll see. You. Take care.